Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you think about 1-800-Flowers.com, what comes to mind? Obviously flowers, but 1-800-Flowers is so much more. They're your ultimate birthday gifting destination. From decadent fresh-baked cakes and gourmet dipped strawberries to spa gift sets, balloons, and more, 1-800-Flowers has the gift to make every birthday feel special. Find out what's new today at 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. Hey, book lovers. Want to hear a story? Welcome back to Storytime with M. This is a mini episode from M's Books and Cats podcast, where I am sharing my book Feelers, a chapter a week, and we are so close to the end. And so without further ado, here is chapter 29 of Feelers. Neil led me into the depths of the wellness center. He'd chosen a painting of black withered trees. The letter L was carved into the trunk, and dark red blood oozed from the tree's wound. When Neil's hand tilted the painting, the floor dropped from under my feet, and I slid blindly through the darkness. The speed of my descent left me breathless. I rode the terrifying slide over small rises before plummeting once again. It would slow just long enough to allow relief to wash over me. Then I would drop again, and my heart would leap into my throat. Behind me, through the rush of the wind around me, I could hear a few broken words from Neil and the sound of his merciless laughter. A dim gray light appeared. It seemed bright after the complete darkness. A thick mist curled around the opening that I was fast approaching. There was nothing I could do to slow my fall. I shot out of the opening through the thick fog and landed hard on a pile of cushions and pillows. Oof! The air left my body as I landed, and I rolled onto my back, struggling to catch my breath. Neil floated through the mists and hovered over me. He rolled his eyes in annoyance. Get up, he said. Move. He buzzed around my face and I swatted him away. Give me a minute, I gasped. Hurry up, he said impatiently. The sooner I'm done with you, the better. You've been nothing but trouble. I sat up with some difficulty. The air was returning and my head was clearing. I didn't ask for any of this. I said defensively. None of us did, Neil said sullenly. Come on. He fluttered into the fog and I hurried to stand up and follow him. I didn't want to be lost alone in this dense haze. He kept just out of sight. I could see a small, shimmering light. A glint of silver in the gray. He paused and I caught up with him. We had reached a wall. The thick cement was almost the same color as the mist hiding it. Neil hovered in front of the heavy black door with a shiny knob. The metal was smooth and unadorned, but something about the simplicity made me recoil. I took a step back. Neil laughed and shook his head. Nowhere to run, he said with a sad smile. He seemed almost apologetic. This is it. Don't you see? He flew a little closer. Don't be afraid. It only hurts for a moment. 
I was unexpectedly overcome. I turned and vomited into the fog, and Neil made a disgusted face. Go, Jane. It's your time. He smiled, but there was something odd about his expression. He seemed too eager. The energies coming from behind the door were dark and heavy. Neil's energy was nervous and afraid. I swallowed. Hard. What's behind the door, Neil? His eyes flashed. Anger. There were so many feelings in this place. Just go, Jane, Neil said angrily. You don't have a choice. The laugh that escaped surprised me as much as Neil. There was no stopping it. I've never had a choice, I said when my laughter died down. I swatted Neil to the side and he slipped away into the fog. I put my hand on the shiny black doorknob. Energy thrummed under my touch. I felt a surge of power. I felt stronger than I had in years. It wasn't good energy. It felt gross and slimy, but it gave me strength. I had a feeling I was going to need it. The door opened with some effort. It didn't budge immediately. Then it gave way with a shriek of ancient metal. The room behind the door was dim and smoky. A fire burned in an old metal stove from the ancient times. In the center of the room was a massive glass sculpture. Bright dots of color swirled through the glass. Pink, blue, green, and gold. They all swirled to one side. Slashes of red and black marred the other. Long tubes snaked from the top of it and crawled across the walls. The ends hung down in a curtain, and behind it sat a man that I'd seen before. Leopold sat cross-legged on a shiny black cushion and held one of the tubes between his rotting teeth. He grinned when I met his eyes. They glowed red and gold in the firelight. Hello, Jane. Miss me? His voice sent chills through me. It was dry and the words caught in his throat, causing a violent coughing fit. He was smaller than before, as if my previous attack had left him shrunken and weak. His thin, brittle legs were folded under him. They looked like sticks. His long fingers and dirty yellow nails danced through the smoky air. Hello, Leopold. I thought you were dead. Hearing this made his head snap toward me, and he sneered. You think you can defeat me, he hissed, as if your puny powers were anything to fear. He rose up and leered over me. He was trying to frighten me, but it wasn't working. Behind his menacing glare, he was scared. Of me. The realization came slowly. Leopold raised his bony hands, and wrapped his oddly long fingers around my neck. He squeezed tight, and the air was cut off from my lungs. After a moment of shock, I reacted. I slammed my head into his jaw. There was a crunching sound, and I felt a sharp pain where his teeth connected. It was all over in a moment. I grabbed his fingers and tried to pull them back. His nails dug deeper into my throat. My lungs were burning, and panic made my blood surge in my veins. I pulled harder and his fingers snapped like twigs in my grip. Leopold screamed. It was a sound of pain and anger. He grabbed his maimed fingers and turned his flashing eyes to me. What did you do? You were trying to kill me. 
He laughed bitterly. His wide smile showed way too much of his foul teeth. You'll wish I had, he sneered. And if they find you, they'll do much worse. Who? Leopold seemed to lose his energy all at once. He shuffled back to his cushion and slumped down onto it. He placed a tube between his lips and sucked on it for a moment. His face took on a look of contemplation, and I suddenly felt alone, as if he had checked out and left the hot, oppressive room. He leaned back and the tube slipped from his lips. A faint wisp of silver smoke trailed from the tube. A vicious coughing fit doubled him up, and I stood over him, unsure of what to do next. His head snapped back and his throat was strained. Veins popped out and his burning eyes locked onto mine. This is your home. Stay where you belong. His eyes rolled wildly and he floated into the air. His legs remained crossed and he hovered in front of me. His face was turned up to the thick cloud of smoke collecting at the ceiling. Fear coursed through me, but I put my shaking hands on my hips and took a deep breath. The smoke burned my lungs, but I didn't allow myself to react. I could feel the smoke curling through me. My powers came to life. Leopold noticed the change, and his face paled a little. He sighed and looked resigned to whatever happened next. Very well. You've made your choice. He raised his hands, and the smoke collected around him in a thick black shroud. He became a shadow amidst other shadows, but his glowing eyes gave him away. I lowered my hands to my sides and spread out my fingers. I could feel the heat from the fire behind me. The flames came when I called them. They licked at my palms, and when I raised my hands, they followed. The fire washed over Leopold. The smoke clouds split, and the flames engulfed him. He flung his hands overhead, and the tube snaked down from the ceiling with surprising speed and wrapped tightly around my wrists. They yanked me off my feet and into the fire. The tubes lashed me to Leopold's burning body. The heat of his skin tingled against mine, but it didn't burn. Energy flowed from him into me until I felt overfull, brimming with magic and power. Leopold let out a final scream, a wail of pain and anguish. His body turned to sparks and smoke, and the tubes went limp all at once. I dropped to the floor and landed amidst the cushions and ashes. I stayed there for a moment and caught my breath. The smoke cleared from the room. The fire popped in the fireplace. I got to my feet and examined my singed clothes. Everything was intact. In fact, I felt stronger than ever. And that is the end of Chapter 29, Book Lovers. I hope you're still enjoying Feelers. We've only got a couple more episodes left, which I'm very excited about. And then it will be on to the next book. <laughs> As always, you can check out booksandcatspod.com for everything Books and Cats and any past episodes that you may have missed. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, keep reading.